Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I am so thrilled that you are here this week. I have a really exciting episode planned for you today, but before we get to that, I also have some really fun news. Today, we are on episode 97, which means we are just a couple weeks away from our 100th episode. 100 episodes of the Girl Means Business podcast. It seems kind of crazy, kind of exciting at the same time. What's really funny to me is that a hundred weeks ago, I just had this idea of starting a podcast. I didn't know what it would look like. I didn't know if anybody would listen. I didn't know like if I would even have enough things to say to continue a podcast for very long. And then here we are coming up on 100 consecutive episodes. I have not missed a single week in a hundred weeks, which is also kind of crazy. And it's been one of the best decisions I've made in my business. This podcast has been so much fun. I've met some really amazing people. I've got to meet a lot of you that are listening to this right now. And it just, it makes my business so much more exciting and fun. It's The podcast is one of the things I look forward to every single week. So I want to say a huge thank you. I know we're not there yet. Well, I'll have a big celebration episode in a couple of weeks, but I just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening. Thank you so much for your support, for your downloads, for your reviews, for all the ways that you have supported this podcast and supported me. It really means so much to me that y'all are tuning in every week that you are binge listening to some of the past episodes, that you're sending me messages and DMs, that you're letting me know how much you appreciate this podcast. So thank you a million times over to all of you listening. And I want to do something extra special for the 100th episode. So I'm going to be doing a $100 giveaway. Somebody listening is going to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Now, Here is how you can enter. There are two ways. One, leave a review for this podcast and then let me know that you left me a review by sending me a message over on Instagram or on Facebook. You can find me at Girl Means Business on Instagram and Facebook. Just take a screenshot of your review or send me a message and let me know what your username is for iTunes and I will count that as one entry. Now, you can also take a screenshot of you listening to any of the Girl Means Business podcast episodes, post it to your Instagram or Facebook stories, and make sure you tag at Girl Means Business. There is no limit for how many different entries you can have. So if you leave a review and you share five different podcast episodes, you have been entered six times. You have until February 24th to enter. I will be announcing the winner the same day that the 100th episode goes live on February 24th. So go ahead and take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, post it to your social media account, tag Girl Means Business, go leave a review over on iTunes. I will have it all linked down in the show notes so you can just click the button and go right there and you will be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. I cannot wait to see who wins that amazing prize. 
Okay, guys. So now let's get back to today's episode. I am really excited about this episode because I love email marketing. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. And the beginning of every good email marketing system is your lead magnet. How are you getting people onto your email list? Now, we've all seen sort of the standard lead magnets, the ones where it's save 10% off your first order when you sign up here or download this free guide. Those are all over the place. We see them being used a ton. And it's almost to the point that they are becoming white noise. People are not paying attention to them as much. They aren't as interested as they were when they were new and shiny and different. Back when you know retail stores were first coming out with lead magnets, that 10% off or that 15% off that you would get just for sharing your email address seemed really enticing. Now, not so much. The same thing goes with all of these you know, PDF downloads. I'm not saying that they're bad to have if your audience is downloading them, but they're just kind of becoming the norm. So if you want your lead magnet to really stand out, you're going to have to get a little more creative, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get there, Let me back up just a little bit and kind of explain for anyone listening that might be new to email marketing what a lead magnet is. So a lead magnet is anything that you are offering your audience, something of value you are giving them in exchange for their email address. It used to be enough that on your website, you could put a little pop-up box or a sign-up box that says, join on my newsletter, sign up for my newsletter, and people would sign up. These days, people are a little more protective of their email address. So in order to grow your email list, you need to be offering your audience something of value, giving them something that's enticing enough to get them to give you your email address. So a good example of this is, like I mentioned before, the stores that offer free shipping or a discount off of your first order when you sign up for their email list. If you're going to a website to buy a new outfit or a pair of shoes Saving 10 or 15% off might entice you enough to say, sure, I'll give you my email address to get that discount. Other popular examples include the PDF download or the checklist. So you could say, download your free what to wear guide to prepare for your next photo shoot, or download the what to pack in your baby bag checklist for expecting moms going to the hospital to have their first baby. These are all things that you're going to be giving your audience for free in exchange for their email address. That's a lead magnet. Now, again, like I was saying before, some of those overly used examples are starting to kind of fade into the background. They're not as enticing. So what I want to talk about today are three creative ways that you can entice people to join your email list. So if you find that your traditional lead magnets your free guides, your discount codes, things like that are not working as well as they used to. I don't want you to abandon those completely because you can have multiple lead magnets going in your business at one time, but let's maybe add a little bit of fun, a little infusion of excitement into your lead magnets by adding in one of the three that we're going to talk about today. All three of the lead magnet ideas we're going to talk about today can all be created inside this one program, this one platform called Outgrow. Outgrow is not a sponsor of the show. It's just a program that I use and really love. And I will share a link to that down in the show notes. But it is a really great tool because it does allow you to do all three or any of the lead magnet ideas we're going to be talking about today. They do have a free plan, which I believe allows you to create one lead magnet 
Or you can pay, I think it's $14 a month or $24 a month, and you can create multiple lead magnets within their program. So let's talk about the first creative lead magnet idea, and it's chatbots. Now, before you start thinking, okay, that sounds super complicated and way more complex, let me break it down for you. So I first heard of chatbots a couple of years ago, and I utilized them within my Facebook Messenger so that if somebody messaged me on Facebook, they had this little chatbot that would pop up and it would ask them a couple of questions and it would point them in the direction of either emailing me or downloading a free guide. And so it was really useful, but I found that they were still kind of learning how chatbots worked and it wasn't super intuitive. And now, just like most things in technology, they have evolved to become something really user-friendly. And when you use the Outgrow platform, they make it super simple. They already have several templates in place to help you set up the chatbot that would work best for you. So one example they have is for booking a photographer. So if you're a photographer, you could have a chatbot on your website that pops up and it's going to start asking your clients or your audience questions. It's going to say things like, how can I help you today? Or what kind of session are you interested in? And then your audience, your viewer, goes through a conversation with this chatbot where they will tell the chatbot its name so that it can then refer to them by name. It's going to ask them questions where they just kind of multiple choice, click and answer. So it might say, what type of session are you interested in? So let's say that the uh, the viewer that's going through this chatbot says that they're interested in a wedding photography. So based on that click, that little piece of information that your audience is giving your chatbot, it can then send them down through another series of questions. It might say things like, do you have a date picked out? Do you have a venue picked out? Um, do you have a budget in mind? And so you're, you're gathering all this information from your client. And then based on the answers they give, you can suggest different resources for them. So not only are they getting giving you their information, but now you can say, okay, it looks like you don't have a venue yet. So here is an article I wrote, a blog post, about the 10 creative, most unique venues in our area. Or if it says, hey, that sounds great, you already have a venue, your next step might be to find a florist. Here's an article I wrote on my blog about how to choose the right flowers for the season that you're getting married in, or whatever it is. But you're giving them resources based on their unique needs. Because if someone already has their venue picked out, or if someone is brand new to the wedding plan, they just got engaged a week ago, that's invaluable information because you want to make sure you're tailoring the content you're providing to them based on the answers they're giving. So this allows you, these chatbots are going to allow you to not only get a name and an email address, but to get a lot more valuable information on them as well. And then you can have different tags and groups that those people go into so that you can see, okay, this person just got engaged, has nothing planned yet. I'm going to send them this information or, you know, I'm going to put them into this category. This person over here already has a venue and address and flowers and all the things. She just is kind of on her last steps. So she's going to go into this group over here. So there's all these different ways that you can use this information that you're gathering from the chatbot to not only give them something of value, get them on your email list, but now you're able to tailor the service you provide to them based on the information they provided. And again, this is not just for wedding photography related. This can go into so many different genres and fields that you can be using these chatbots to ask questions of your audience to find out 
where they are in their phase of working with you or hiring you or buying from you. And it's great for gathering information as well, because if you see that a lot of your audience is coming into this chat bot and they're all answering one question a certain way, then that's valuable information. So not only are you collecting emails, you're collecting a lot of data. So these chat bots are going to be really powerful tools. Now, having said all that, Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. One downside of the chatbots for me personally is I tend to not interact with chats as much. So when you see those things pop up on a website, a little chat box, I pretty much minimize them right away. So you need to know your audience. If your website is already pretty interactive, or if you're utilizing chatbots yourself and you think your audience is as well, or maybe you have an industry where people are going to be looking for those conversation pieces like a chatbot, then this might be a really good fit for you. But if it's more people are coming to your website just to browse or to figure out what you're about, then you may look into a couple of these other options as opposed to the chatbot. So you need to know where your audience is in their journey when they're coming to your website to know if a chatbot's going to be a great lead magnet for them or not. All right, moving on to creative lead magnet option number two, which is calculators. Now, you might be listening to this and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not in the financial industry. Calculators are not going to work for me. And up until recently, that is the primary industry where these calculators have been used in places like banking sites, financial planning sites, where you might put in your info and be, you know, see how much house can we afford? How much do I need to save each month to send my kids to college? You know, how much is my loan payment going to be on this vehicle? However, that is part of the beauty of what makes calculators such an interesting and creative way to build your email audience, because most people are not going to expect them in your advertising. So let's look at a couple of different ways that calculators can work for you. So let's stick with the theme of the wedding photographer. So if you are a wedding photographer looking for a creative lead magnet, instead of creating a wedding planning guide that your client can download, do a cost analysis calculator. How much will your dream wedding really cost? And you can make it really pretty with beautiful images. You can use your own photography images. You could even share this with other uh, event planners in your area or wedding industry people so that they could push it out to their, their clients 
and you're expanding the reach of where your lead magnet can go. So within that calculator, you're able to say things like, what is your dream venue? And you can have several different options they choose from. How large is your guest list? What kind of florals are you going to want? What kind of dress are you going to want? Um, are you planning to have an open bar or a cash bar? Are you planning to have a buffet or a sit-down dinner? And you can go through and they get to choose. And each option they choose has a price value matched with it. So at the end, it calculates up this whole total and it gives them a total price value for their dream wedding. And you can even go as far as to say, here's the breakdown of what each category is going to cost you. Or you could say, you know, here's some ways that you could save money or here's some ways that you could think outside the box with creative vendors and things like that. So there's a lot of different directions you could go with that. If you are selling a physical product, say skincare line, then you could do sort of a cost comparison calculator. How much will this new skincare product that you're selling cost comparatively to the drugstore brand? But it could be more about not just the financial cost, but the cost of, you know, how long does ours last? How much more results are you going to get? Things like that. If you're in like the health and wellness industry, then you could do something like how many calories can you burn doing different activities? And they could input their activities and it gives them how many calories they're going to burn or the equivalent of, you know, how much food they've eaten versus what they need to do to exercise. So those are just a few examples. But the beauty of these calculators are, again, they're new, they're different. They're not what most people are used to seeing. So if you were to embed one of these into your website, it just feels like a very seamless part of a service that you offer your audience. So instead of it feeling like a lead magnet, it's going to feel like something that you're doing to help your client. So if you're that wedding photographer and you have a cost analysis calculator built into your website, that it feels kind of seamless. You can embed it so that it's just, they don't even have to leave your website to take part in the calculator piece. Then it's going to feel like less of you trying to get them onto your email list and more about here's how I can better help you with this tool that I have available to you. And in return, they'll have to enter their information to see the results or however you set it up. But that's one of the greatness about these creative lead magnet types is that they don't feel like lead magnets. And that's kind of the purpose of all this is you don't want it to feel like you are just doing something to get their email in return. You want it to feel like something of value that you're giving. That's the whole purpose of a lead magnet is to give value. So if you're able to say, here's a really cool tool that you can utilize right now, then yeah, they're going to be likely to give you their information. So that's definitely the beauty of all three of these that we're talking about today is that they will seamlessly embed into your website so that you aren't having to feel like you're sending them off somewhere else. They just, it feels like it's part of your website experience that your audience is getting when they come to your site for information. Now they're getting these little bonus extra pieces, whether it's the chat bot that's giving them automatic customized feedback, whether it's the calculator that's giving them help and advice, or the next one we're going to get into, which is the fun part of quizzes. So I mentioned earlier in the episode that it's perfectly acceptable to have multiple lead magnets within your business because you're going to have lead magnets that maybe one audience of your brand comes from or another audience comes in from, but it's also good to have a variety of lead magnets so that you can kind of test and see what your audience responds to the most. So today we've been talking about chatbots and we've been talking about calculators and now we're going to dive into quizzes. 
While I would not suggest having all three on your website or on in your brand at one time, it's definitely something you can utilize one or more of alongside other lead magnets. Now, there's definitely a fine balance of you don't want to have too many lead magnets because then it gets difficult to really market them and push them out to your audience. I say anywhere from two to four is a good number, um, even up to like six, but it depends on your audience as well and your brand and where those lead magnets are pointing people. So let's get into our last creative lead magnet for this episode, which is quizzes. This is one of my favorite ones. In fact, I have a whole bonus section inside the Inbox Insider email marketing program, all about using quizzes as a lead magnet. I walk you through step-by-step how to create a quiz as a lead magnet. I will link to that down in the show notes if you're interested in that as well. Now, we've all seen these quizzes. You've gone through mostly like BuzzFeed's a big one that does a lot of quizzes. And it's things like, you know, the fun, entertaining, um, which friend's character are you? Where in the world should you really be living? What's your perfect job? Which superhero are you most like? Those are all those fun, entertaining quizzes. And that's the purpose of a quiz for the most part is entertainment. However, you can also use quizzes to be more informative as well. Now, the great thing about utilizing these platforms like Outgrow and for quizzes I use Interact is that they take all the guesswork out of creating the quiz for you. You have to come up with the questions and the answer choices, the title, all those kinds of things. But then they make it really super easy to connect the answers to the results you want your audience to get. It seems like it could feel really overcomplicated, but they simplify it to a point where it's literally, if they choose answer A, then that points them to this result. If they choose answer B, it points them to this result. And then they take the sum of those results and give them their final answer. That's a very simplified version of how it works, but they definitely make it really user-friendly. Now, let's really look at how you can use quizzes to grow your email list. As I mentioned before, quizzes are more of the fun, playful way to have a lead magnet, but they don't have to just be for fun. They can be informational as well. But let's look at the fun aspect first. This all goes back to really knowing your brand, knowing your audience. If your brand is not a fun, playful brand, if your personality is not that playful personality, then you're going to want to go with a different version of the quizzes. But if you are that fun, playful personality brand, then go with the more fun, playful quizzes. So here are some examples to kind of get the wheels turning for ideas. If you are a bakery or you do desserts or cakes, you could have a quiz that's like, how well do you know your desserts? And maybe you have, you know, a a quiz where you show a dessert and you ask, you know, what's the main ingredient in this dessert or something like that. Or let's say that you are a wedding planner. And so you could have a whole quiz that is, you know, do you, how well do you know your famous TV and film weddings? And you could show like a picture of, you know, a famous wedding, and then they have to figure out what show or movie it's from. Or, If you work in fashion, you could have a a quiz that is, you know, match the icon to their fashion, famous fashion. So you could have like a picture of Jennifer Lopez and then they have to find the, the correct, you know, famous dress that she wore to whatever. And so one of the beautiful things about these types of quizzes is they don't feel like a lead magnet. People don't feel like they're being sucked into whatever it is that you're offering. So if you are a boutique owner and you're doing a fun quiz about, you know, match the icon to the famous dress, it doesn't feel like you're trying to get them to buy something. It just feels like you're offering them something fun to do. 
So that's one of the benefits of having the more playful quizzes. Now, one of the cons of that is going to be that it also, it doesn't feel like it's part of your brand all the time because you are veering a little bit away from what it is that you do. Not so far that it's completely different, but it is going to feel like a little bit more of a leap to get back to, okay, by the way, here is my boutique, come buy these clothes. Or, you know, by the way, here's my bakery if you need desserts of any kind. If you want to go with the more like informational route, that is where you're going to more closely tie into your brand. So again, going back to the idea of like the food or health industry, you could do a quiz of things like what's really in your food. You know, you could say, you know, how how well do you know how many calories your dinner really is? And that would be more closely tied to like what services or, or products you offer as far as health and wellness. If you are a wedding photographer, a wedding planner, a wedding florist, you could do a wedding quiz that's more closely tied to what you offer. So what is your wedding photography style that you love? Like how do you determine what your style is? And they could go through, they could pick photos out of, you know, groups of four, which one do you love the most? And that helps give them the style of photography that they really are looking for. If you're in the beauty industry, maybe you're a hairstylist, you know, you could do an informational quiz on what products are the best for your type of hair or, you know, what style is best for the lifestyle that you live. There's all different ways you could do this. So if you go to the Outgrow website, they actually have a couple little tools that help you find inspiration. They have some templates they already have mocked up and they have an idea generator where you can go and put in like your industry and a couple of different answers, some questions, and it will help give you some ideas of things you can create, whether it's a quiz, uh, a chat bot, or a calculator, and then you can obviously go from there. You do not have to sign up for their program in order to access those tools. They're just available under the resources tab on their website, which I'll have linked down below. Okay, so just to kind of summarize everything up, we've talked today about three different creative lead magnet ideas. The first one was chatbots which can be added to your website, which will allow the chatbot to interact with your viewers and give them advice, give them resources, give them a lead magnet that will coincide with the questions they answer inside of that chat box. The second one was a calculator. So calculators that have been previously used primarily in the financial industry can now be utilized in a bunch of different industries to utilize things like how much will your dream wedding cost? How many calories are really in that that meal that you're making? And so these are become more like tools that your audience will use. At the same time, you are collecting their information to contact them via email. And the third one was quizzes. So this can be used for fun and playful information, or it can be used to provide value through more informational type quizzes. And the last thing I want to add before we wrap up today's episode is that no matter what type of lead magnet you have, whether it is a quiz, a chatbot, a PDF, a video guide, any of the things we've talked about in any of these episodes I've done on email marketing, no matter what your lead magnet is, you want to make sure that you are following it up with a welcome sequence. So again, it's the idea of if you meet someone new and you hit it off really well, and then you never hear from them again, it makes you start to question your, was that really a good connection or not? And so you don't want your audience to have this really great value add that you've given them through your lead magnet and then be left hanging. So having a really solid welcome sequence, something you can automate that just automatically goes out to them when they sign up for your email list over the course of one or two weeks or however long you want to spread it out is going to welcome them to your list. It's going to make them feel like that they are part of the team and it's going to make them feel like they want to be there. So make sure you have a really strong welcome sequence. 
If you don't already have one in place, you can head over to girlmeansbusiness.com slash email. And there is a free five-part welcome sequence template that you can go grab and utilize today. You just have to kind of, the templates there, the frameworks there, you just put in your information and it's all good to go. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. I hope you are leaving here inspired to go create something really fun for your lead magnet. If you have any follow-up questions or need more help coming up with fun ideas for your lead magnet, just send me a DM over on Instagram. I love connecting with you over on Instagram and chatting more. I'd be happy to help you come up with a really cool idea for your lead magnet. And before we go, don't forget to enter the giveaway for the $100 Amazon gift card for our 100th episode of the Girl Means Business podcast. Two ways you can enter. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode or any of our past episodes. Post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Girl Means Business. You can share as many times as you like. Each share to your stories is an extra entry into the giveaway. You can also leave me a review over on iTunes. And make sure you either include your Instagram name in the review or send me a screenshot and a DM over on Instagram so that I know that it was you that left the review. All right, ladies, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.